Welcome to Unapologetically Me with me, your host, Melissa Peta. Hey, you guys. So I just got back from Phoenix. As you know, I travel back and forth quite often, which can also wreak havoc on the immune system. I will catch everything. And I actually thought I was had a cold and I went to the lung doctor and she told me that she thinks it's just allergies. And I still feel like a lot of gunk in my lungs. So I don't know. I hope it's, I hope it's nothing serious, but I'm really hoping to get this crap out of me. So I had a lot of family time this week. I got back into my regular workout schedule. Yay! Feels so much better to be moving. And I've been perfecting or trying to perfect um, my Piloxing routine that I want to bring to the studio. So hopefully I get that hard body that I had before. Well, maybe not hard, but it was it was nicer than it is now. It's a little soft. It's okay. It's a little squishy. I can get it back. But I also got to finally hear about my hand analysis that I had done. So the hand analysis is a theory, and actually it's been proven scientifically. They're doing a whole bunch of studies on it. It's the idea, first of all, everybody knows that no two fingerprints are the same. Nobody's fingerprints are the same. turns out it's the same for our hand. And the lines on our hand actually are telltale signs of who we are. So I have met this person one time that did the analysis and it's been about a month. You take a bunch of ink, you stick it on paper and then you send it to her um, by mail. And so it was really interesting because I just, I wanted to test out this theory. I wanted to see if she in fact would nail me with my handprint. And let me tell you something, she did. So it was a few days ago that I actually got to talk to her about my handprint. And she told me that, so you've got the student lines or master lines or probably both, maybe a combo. The student lines are where you're still learning how to become the master of these areas of your life. And once you become the master of your life, there's just a lot more control where in the student area, you're still learning, you're still growing, you're still trying to reach for that master status. Um, and a couple things, I'm going to actually pull up the paper, but the she told me that most people only have one student path. I have two. So I don't know if that makes me special. I'm going to pretend like it does. So the first thing she told me was about um, on the lines, they show that I have two schools, which means I have, that means when you're in school, when you're in school, you're learning things. So I have not reached the master part yet, but that's my goal. And with, I know the ways to find it, but I'm in the school of peace and the school of service. So basically uh, the service is that I give back a lot and do things for others and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, and pretty much that's true. So I haven't been as involved because it's been pretty crazy in my life. Obviously, everybody knows that I have a lot of dogs because that's awesome. But this, and so I haven't mastered it yet. So that's 
because sometimes I can overdo it. Like that's what happens when you're in the wrong side. So there's basically a yin and a yang for each thing. Um, and when you're overdoing service, you get exhausted, you get worn out. And so it's trying to find the balance. Once you get that balance, the whole theory is that you'll live with a sense of purpose. The school of peace is the same kind of thing. Like I have the peace in me and I know this, but when it's off, which it is, it's been off for a while now, we all know why. So when it's off, it's just a little bit more chaotic in life and uh, there's sadness and depression and that's where that stuff comes from. But once you keep learning how to deal with this stuff and the ways that she said that someone like me deals with it is through creative activities. If you know me, I'm super creative. So other than when she said crafting, I was like, oh no, not crafting. I'm like that girl on Pinterest that's like nailed it. It's got like a smushed cow for a cake that they tried to make. But anyway, I'm back to the subject at hand. So like creativity for me is writing. This is creative for me. Um, probably getting back into singing. Like I should probably start singing somewhere again. So things like that are where I would say um, makes, and that make, all this makes a lot of sense for me. Oh, and get this. People in the uh, school of service have five-star taste. Does that sound anything like me or not? Like, And she was saying that it's not just like monetary stuff, not the nice hotels and the first class or, you know, that kind of stuff. It's not just that. It is like taking in everything in detail, like a walk, a flower, the sky, like everything is... I absorb everything because I'm interested and I'll look at the best of it. So it was, that's kind of, that was interesting to me, but I, I told afterwards, no, I like nice things too. Then you have like the little arch in your hand, like where the thumb and the pointer finger are. And this one was interesting to me. This is the area that she says is most vital to work on, which makes sense for where I'm at in my life. Again, uh, I don't think things change. These are, she said that these are innate things that are in you. You can learn how to control them or release them. Uh, for me, it, the the arches were like anger issues, which I really don't have much anger. Um, I'm very much <clears throat> like my aunt is, we're just kind of like go with the flow. However, there's moments um, with everything my mom's going through, I can definitely get angry. And when I'm getting my period, I can be pretty angry. <laughs> But other than that, that was kind of weird, but you got it. So you, you got to take it for what it is. Like there, I have a, a family that has a big temper, so it is possible that it's residing in me and I, it just, I don't allow it to come out. The other thing that she said was that there's a lot of masculine in me, which completely makes sense. And it's totally true. Um, but the, courage. She was, she said that a lot of times I cover up the courage that's in me and don't take any action and I get stalled and paralyzed. And that is completely true. And that is something that I have to work on as a business owner, because you gotta, you gotta take chances. You gotta take risks. And I feel like I'm already taking risks, but it's time to move forward and do more and not be stalled. So I know where those areas are and I just got to push through them. That's what you got to do sometimes is just work your way through them, even if you don't want to.
The other thing that my hand said to her, the little bullseyes, it said that I have a fear of rejection and I'm self-criticizing. <laughs> Again, if you know me, you know these to be true. I have a huge fear of rejection. I always have. It's been instilled in me. Uh, that is something daily I need to work on. It's very difficult. Um, but I have been tackling it, I think, pretty well. Um, it was interesting because the more we talked, the more she was like, you just have to realize that the universe doesn't make mistakes. Whoever you're meant to be with and around and people in your life, you're meant to be with. But the people that I'm fearful that will reject me, they're not my tribe and they need to go bump by anyway. So that was super interesting to me. And I keep thinking of things like that. But again, if you know me, the fear of rejection is scary to me and it's a battle for me daily. But then when she tells me that I have courage deep within me that I don't access, I was like, okay, maybe I need to figure that out too. Other things I'm going to keep personal because I just don't want to share them. But um, the one thing, <clears throat> excuse me. See, I told you, tell me. The one thing that was interesting too is that she found my heart line. And for me, what it is, is just, I do have a big heart and yeah, it gets hurt a lot. So right now I am in protection mode with it, which I think is okay. I think that's a good place for me to be. Um, but it also has to do with that. I love being close to people. I love the power of touch of intimacy which gets me into trouble. Ugh. So for me though, for right now, I just, that is a portion of my life, which I'm kind of just, if everybody knows, I have not dated for since February and there's a reason for it. It is because um, I just picked the wrong men or the wrong men are attracted to me. And it's just time to find the guy that can accept me for my flaws and he doesn't have to love them but he loves me more that they're endearing I guess is what you could say I guess that's one way right so it would take a very secure man I think to date me uh I'm a pain in the ass first of all I, I mean I, I say that loving lovingly to myself not self-critically because that's one of the things that I have, but I'm a pain in the ass in a couple ways. First of all, I talk way too much. That's why I have a podcast. Listen, I love to talk. I love to tell stories. I have interesting stories and I love to share them with other people. I will talk to anybody. And when I say anybody, I mean it. If my theory is if strangers are talking loud enough where I can hear them, that means that they obviously want me to be involved in their conversation. So I will join in and give my opinion, even if it's not asked for. Like that, It, it doesn't matter. Like They have been speaking so loud that I get to participate. And usually it turns into some good stuff, and I feel like I make new best friends. We don't exchange information or anything like that for the most part, but I do. I that's one of my things. And I remember my ex used to tell me, he's like, I hate it when you do that. That's so embarrassing. And I was like, 
I'm sorry is just a part of who I am. There are areas in our lives that we're very secure. I am secure in the the talking a lot and talking to other people and just liking to form relationships. I it doesn't matter. So if, for me, if you get embarrassed easily too, that's probably not great to be with me because I also um in public settings, I love to joke around. I love to make other people laugh. And I guess I it's probably because I like attention. So, I mean, I was, a, I was an artist and a performer for many years. There's heart that doesn't go away with wanting attention. So, and again, I'm unapologetically me. So I don't want to apologize for anything. Um, one of the hard parts though, and this is going to be like, wah, wah, <laughs> I know to everybody, I don't want to be scared to tell somebody I'm with that the things I do and the, the things in my life. Um, I have been blessed to be able to travel to all but one continent. I have gone on many cruises. I've like, it's a blessing for all my travel and I get that. And I am so grateful for it. I say thank you all the time. Sometimes I feel ashamed to tell other people, especially somebody I'm dating, you know, that I'm going somewhere and, or I'm doing something. And I, I get it that you don't want to be like bragging about it, but it is a part of life. And when somebody's like next week, where are you at? I'm going to be like Antigua. So, and next year is full of crazy travel time and I'm excited. I'm I love to travel. For those that know me, it's probably one of my biggest passions. So I don't want to be, I don't want to feel bad about it. And nobody, the person that I'm with, yes, there, there might be jealousy at times, but the person that I'm with, first of all, is more than welcome to come. But secondly, they should just be happy for me that I get to do this and that I am blessed with this because they're probably blessed with something else, like their children and stuff like that. So or projects, or we all choose different things, but I don't want to feel bad for that kind of stuff. And I'm not like a freeloader. Like anybody that knows me knows that I work my butt off at, for the studio. The studio is my baby and it's very, very important to me. So I work all the time. That's partially what this is, is to help raise brand awareness. So I'm trying to rent out some rooms. I'm advertising. I'm selling some not just unused equipment. And it's just one of those things where I think people may, they probably, they probably can make their assumptions and that's fine. Again, people can make their assumptions. They're probably not accurate and that's okay. Um, but yeah, I, again, I'm not going to apologize for any of that. And I don't, I don't think that the right person that's meant to be with me will even ask me to do that or make me feel like I need to. I just, that's, yuck. so I went down the rabbit hole there because that was one of the big things in my handprint was fear of intimacy and relationships in general, picking the wrong people. And, you know, so that was, it was interesting. Everything was super interesting. The big thing that 
the big things that I want to work on is the fear of rejection is big to me. Like going to places, going to stores, going to different places, giving them gift cards to give to clients to bring in and introducing myself. And, and if they say they don't have time for me, that's okay. That's totally fine. If they don't, if they don't want the certificates, that's okay too. There's, it's, it's okay for people, other people to say no. It's okay for me to say no. And it's not personal. Like nothing's personal. If something is going on in somebody's life or they're mean to you, it's usually because of something that's going on within them and not you. So that's the one big thing that I want to work on because I do think it's going to help my business blossom. I think it's, and that for me is going to be way out of my comfort zone it is going to be take me accessing that courage and that strength and going in there and just doing what I need to do. I know exactly what I need to do. And for the most part, I'm pretty good at getting that stuff done, but it is, it is a challenge. And then I think the fear of rejection goes right along with that courage. So that's getting the courage for that stuff. So that's the other area that I really want to work in on is the, like I said, they go hand in hand. And I think the big thing for me is just freaking letting the universe do its thing. If people don't like me, they're not meant to be in my tribe. And that's okay. That's okay. Not everybody's meant to be in my tribe. You're missing out on a good time though, if you're not in my tribe. I think another interesting part of the analysis was um, the part of my purpose is helping other people and finding a job that pays to do that. And that just made me laugh once again. I was laughing a lot through this because I was like, how did you know? Um, For many of you, you may not know it. And I know it's hard to believe, but I was the youth director at my church when I was 21. And my mission in life, I was going to be a pastor. Like that is the, that was through my whole life, that's what I was told I should do. That was my interest. That's where I wanted to be. I knew it. I was going to get my degree, then go to seminary and get get it on with pastoring. <laughs> I don't even know. But so that's a hard part for me is because I don't know. Oh, and then I worked in the church and the politics, it was not pretty. And so now it's even hard for me. I love the church that I, when I go to church, I love it. I feel super good, but it really took a lot out of me. And even getting involved with the church now, I just, it's too hard. I, I can't do it yet. I will. And maybe that's where the courage comes in. Um, but like she said, she's like the hand person was the hand analysis. She was like, you need to get paid for this stuff. And I agree like volunteering. Um, it's great but I know what I'm doing and I just feel like at this point, yeah, but it's trying to find out if what else, where else I can go to help others. I feel like Pilates really helps people. I feel like my, um, FST really helps people really gets into those emotions, but it's finding out how to incorporate that into my daily life. So I don't know where that comes in, but it was, very interesting that that was probably one of the biggest things that she said she took. She was just like, and she asked me why I didn't go into ministry and then I had to get into it. So, but that was, yeah, it was interesting. 
And then finally, she showed me the lines. Like there is so many lines. I don't know where extra lines are going to go. And I think that's okay because that means my hand is filled. But she said all these lines that were like going down my hand were for all the times I've ignored my intuition. And there were a lot of lines. And it's true. And I think that's the big thing I want to take from this too is when some when my gut tells me it's wrong, something somebody's not right for me, I gotta start listening. Like I gotta say, bye-bye. And trust, like, even though people might be like, oh, they're so nice. Usually there's a reason that I get these feelings. And it's because I'm good. I, I'm good at reading people. That's one of my gifts and I, and I just don't take advantage of it. So I think that needs to change and I'm ready. I'm ready. So it was just an interesting week because I agreed to edit a friend's book, which was even more about taking back your power in difficult situations and how you handle things and, um, taking your role, like, realizing not to blame others. There's only one thing that you can control and that's yourself and how you react to situations. You cannot control another person and everything that's come together, like how these two played in, there's no coincidences in life. So they came at the time when I needed to hear this stuff and I'm ready. Like I am ready to make some changes. I'm ready to do my work and I think it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm excited. It's always a little scary when you have to think about like, there's going to be some hard stuff that comes up, but that's okay. That's good to get that out, but I'm ready to work. I am ready to get to the master level. I am a, not okay. Just being a student as we know. And I think that's what we all need to decide like choices. Like, are you going to choose to blame somebody else and be a victim or are you going to choose to say, this is my life, I want to make a change, and I am ready? If you are, it's time to start taking action. All right, you guys, I am going to get off here and go pick my parents up from the airport because we apparently can't stay separated that long. we got a big event tomorrow night for uh, Global Down Syndrome Awareness. I'll be posting pictures on my Facebook page. Uh, you can look me up at Melissa Christine. I Let's see, what is my Facebook page? I don't even know. But just look up Marlis Christine and you'll see me and we'll go from there. All right, you guys have a great evening. Bye.